Good afternoon. This is Nicholas Tofa from Salesian Sports Broadcasting, and uh, I'm followed by John, and a uh, familiar voice but new to the podcast. Uh, yeah, I got Andrew. Did the, a decent amount of the baseball game so far. And uh, today we are here to cover the um, MLB and everything that's been going on recently. So, uh, what, boys, we're going to start off with the Yankees. Um, the New York Yankees, all of our favorite teams here, uh, majority of us. And we're starting off good, 13-9. and nine. I mean, our batters, our bats are, are a little shaky. It's all right, though. Um, you know, we, we've got a monster on the mound, Garrett Cole, um, you know, going back to his old uh, Astros days and Pirates days, you know, um, prime Garrett Cole is, is back, I want to say. I hope so. Um, hopefully Judge Rizzo and all our bats can pick it up uh, at some point. But, you know, for now, we've got a decent team. That's all I can ask for. And I hope, you know, throughout these next few, uh, you know, next few games and throughout the whole season, basically, I want a perfect team. I want to, I want to go to the World Series this year. How about you guys? Uh, yeah. Uh, see, the thing is about the Yankees is that we've got so – we have so many people on the I.L. It's actually, like, infuriating as a Yankees fan. Um, because we got a lot of our starters on the I.L. that should be in our starting rotation. But, uh, like, Carlos Rodon, Luis Severino, yep. maybe Frankie Montas, but I, I don't know about I, him. No, nah, he's – He's yeah. out for the whole season. Is he? Oh, yeah. Montes is out for the season. Um, yeah, that's that's a little tough. All right, but like uh, like you were saying about our bats, they've been quite shaky, and we just got another blow with Giancarlo, who's going to be out for like six weeks, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that's painful, I'm not going to lie. Bad blow there. Um, you know, with a healthy team, this this could be a scary Yankees team. I mean, we've seen it in the past – how injuries have affected this team, and it's it sucks, but you know, I mean, as long as we stay healthy, again, you know, it's happened more than once, and it's a bit irritating, but you know, hopefully, everyone can get nice and healthy, and we can have a perfect, better season than we are already, which is pretty good, I would say. Andrew. Yeah, I mean, um, Yankees. I I really want to see them get a World Series. I mean, we. Right there last year, a little, uh, don't want to don't wanna throw our, our main coach under the bus, but I mean, uh, not the best during the postseason last year. I know Tofa knows a thing yeah, or two about that. I know that. Yeah. And I mean, uh, we're a little late because, I mean, it's, we're about three weeks into the season now. When yeah. the 22nd game happened yesterday. Um, right. Forgot to mention, guys. Sorry to cut you off. But this is our first podcast of the season. Uh, we don't have everybody with us here today. It's but been... Uh, you know what? Three is enough. So. Yeah, it's been quite a long time. I'm not going quite a bit. That's that's been a long time. Yeah. Um. So just uh, cause I mean, nothing super crazy. I mean, Volpe's hit two homers now already. Uh, he's a very slow starter, but uh, if he gets back into other things, uh, we could see him taking us to the World Series. Uh, very important thing happened yesterday. I don't I don't know if you guys know about this. Uh, yesterday. Like one of the only hits the Yankees got against Gaussman and like the the Blue Jays bullpen, uh, Rizzo got his fifteen hundredth hit and his nine hundredth RBI. 
very Fantastic. very big numbers. Hopefully he does. He's a uh, good first baseman, a good Yankee during his uh, few seasons with us, and maybe we could sign a. I don't say anyone better than Rizzo, but I mean we could possibly get Murakami from uh, the Japan League. Yeah. Um. Good that you bring that up. I you know. Uh, fantastic signings from, you know the, uh, the Japan League like uh, Kodai Senga, shout out Mr. Shoner and, um, um, what uh, Yoshida yeah on the Red Sox. Um, those two have been doing fantastic recently. Um, I did want to talk about veteran presence on the Yankees. Um, you know, Rizzo veteran presence. Glad to have him on the team. Two other vets that I am not so glad to have on the team are Hicks and Donaldson, who need some work, possibly need to be traded. Um, but you know what? I mean, it is what it is. We have a bunch of young guys that can definitely learn from you know, these vets so far. Honestly, uh, I don't think they need work. <laughs> uh, I think they just need to go. Because uh, we've given them a lot of chances. The Yankees. Yeah, the Yankees have given them a lot of chances to just show up and try to do what they do best, but uh, it has been working out for quite some time now. Yeah, Hicks. Uh, I don't know if you guys see, it, but like anytime they put him in the lineup, he strikes uh, and they and he strikes out or something. The fans in the stadium boo him, like boo him hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, uh, I mean, it's not like he. He, he it's not like he deserves it. Not no player deserves to like get booed that hard if just because they're in a slump. But he, he if he's not going to show up like uh, most people expect him to, then I think he needs to go. Another guy who uh, I meant to mention when we were talking about uh, signings from the Japan League who hasn't been doing so great, um, Shintaro Fujinami on the Oakland Athletics, their newest ace. Um, Again, we're going to talk about the A's later, but uh, their collapse and move to Vegas is coming soon. Um, just kind of crazy to say that there's going to be a Vegas team in the MLB. But yeah, the future is is, is coming soon. Um, another team I wanted to move on to, you know, we have to talk about the New York teams. That's, that's our thing around here. Um, the New York Mets, starting off 14-9, and um, you know. The Mets are, you know, the Mets. And they lose games that they shouldn't lose. They swept the A's, unsurprisingly. Um, they they had a great run, um, you know, just absolutely wiping out teams. You know, Lindor has become a bigger bat than he was. Um, you know, I feel like World Baseball Classic kind of unlocked him uh, and his bat because his bat wasn't really all... All you know, he didn't really get all of uh, last season. Uh, his 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 glove was mainly the focus for the Mets uh, when they signed him uh, originally. And now his bat, uh, him being a switch hitter, getting better uh, against lefties. Um, you know, hitting home runs wise. I mean, he's a great power hitter on both sides now. So that's what teams have to be careful of. Pete Alonso is a uh, one of the leading home run leaders in the league right now. Um, he's been doing fantastic. Uh, the Mets recently just brought up Brett Beatty, uh, another rookie along with Anthony Volpe uh, from the Yankees, who we brought up. Um, the Mets also brought up Francisco Alvarez to start. 
at catcher. Um, Alvarez has been doing pretty good, pretty decent uh, behind the dish for the last few games he's been brought up. Uh, Beatty, not so much. You know, he was the uh, he led in uh, exit velocity against pitchers in the Triple A, uh, but he isn't doing so well uh, so far. So maybe if he can get a grip of the majors again, he can be that that kid that we that the Mets brought up last season. Yeah, um, I feel like the Mets could be a really scary team. You know. Uh, they just have to get Verlander back in. It'll be even scarier. Yeah. Uh, like you said, Pete Alonso, uh, Francisco Lindor, big bets that they uh, that they could utilize to completely blow out the NL East. Yeah, I mean, um, I I'm have to be honest. I I can't I can't compliment the Mets. I mean, what they won over a hundred games last year and still got destroyed in the wild card by the Padres. I mean. Look, if if Sean was here, he'd probably be loving all over the Mets. But this is like a like three Yankees fans sitting over here talking about the Mets. Okay, I gotta be realistic. The Mets. Oh, look, I'm Puerto Rican. I love Lindor. I got. I I, I like Alonzo. His him at the plate is very good. But <sighs> the pitching needs to come through. The Mets lose a lot of games. Didn't lose like they got swept in Milwaukee like two weeks ago. <laughs> They're not. They're not looking too good during some games. I mean, look, they're playing the Nationals for a three-game series. But if... Look, the Mets show that they can lose to losing teams and give those losing teams a little bit of hope during the rest of the season. So I I, I, don't, I can't tell you the Mets are going to make the playoffs. I can't tell you the Mets are going to make anything because a bunch of teams that you can expect to make it most likely won't. Yeah, so... You know, the Mets pitching, obviously, big collapse after Verlander went down with a big injury. Um, and Scherzer's 10-game suspension, two starts, not too horrible. Um, but, you know, the Mets, their ace currently, at the moment we're recording this, is Kodai Senga. So, um, it's, it's tough, you know, being a Mets fan with all the things that are going on with uh, your pitching, but... You know, Adovino is holding it down in the bullpen with Edwin Diaz being out of season. Um, it's, you know, the Mets have had a rough offseason with everything going on with the baseball classic. McNeil hasn't picked it up yet. And it's just, you know, the Mets just have to work on a few good things. And I think they can be a scary team, like John said. Um, you know, as, as soon as everyone's back and healthy... I feel like this team, and, and you know, everyone performs well. This team could be an over 100-win team again and not make the wild card. Maybe they can be a number one in the division, you know, as long as the Braves don't uh, overcome them again, which I, I think they will because they're the Braves. The Braves are great. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to move on. Uh, next, we have the highest winning team in the league right now the tampa bay rays surprise surprise um they have been fantastic i think you know for a lot of these players in the league a lot of underrated players like randy rosarena uh the world baseball classic really unlocked them and you know team mexico randy rosarena absolutely ran through the world baseball classic you know couldn't get past japan but we're past that now, and we're in the regular season. And Randy Rosarena has brought that magic from Mexico into the MLB. 
and he is raking off of pitchers. Absolutely great doing, you know, fantastic things on and off the field, in and out of the batter's box. Just absolutely fantastic for Randy. Um, you know, the rest of the team, uh, Shane McClanahan, just a fantastic pitcher. Um, and really everyone else is doing their thing. Wander Franco, um, you know, with G-Man Choi now off the team, you have guys like, um, you know, they, they need a fill-in for first base and they, they've been doing a great job with what they have with their team. Brandon Lowe doing a fantastic job. Just everybody just uh, doing their part. And, uh, yeah, the uh, the Rays have been unstoppable. If it weren't for those three-game losses against the Blue Jays, I feel they would have still been, you know, going strong. Just absolutely 22-0. and 0. Um, But the Blue Jays we'll get to in a minute. John, anything? Uh, yeah, the Rays have been absolutely destroying the ball. Uh, at the start of the season, they played uh, kind of teams that probably wouldn't be considered as good, uh, like the um, uh, Tigers and the Nationals. And everybody, uh, A lot of people thought, oh, they're just uh, blowing these teams out of the water because they're just uh, on another level compared to them. But um, now they're playing the um, – they're about to play the Houston Astros. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a pretty nice series to watch them try to prove that they're going to continue to be this amazing team that they are. Uh, Randy, uh, Randy Rosarena, what a, what a beast. Like, he, he's been insane for the Rays. Uh, in the World Baseball Classic, he was insane. And, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't want to sound like a Debbie Downer this entire podcast. I mean, I, I've kind of been like the negative side of all these teams, but I, I got to be honest, the Rays look outstanding so far. They're, they're very good. I mean, like John said, they go against teams were projected to be probably the the lowest rated in all their divisions, but they are looking very good. And I mean, they they did lose some games. Like I know Tofa mentioned, they lost two games in Toronto. They did lose one game to the Reds, which the Reds, the Reds. Was, was very surprising. But uh, yeah, I mean the Astros series might be good. Astros, although they have not been the best, because I mean the Rangers currently are leading their division, but they're st- they're still reigning World Series champions. So the Astros can be a threat. Jose Altuve is still out for injury, but I mean the Rays are a very good team that. I mean, the AL East is a very competitive uh, thing right now. I mean, the Red Sox are looking pretty horrible right now. but um, That's really it, though. Yeah. I mean, I mean, every yeah. other team is looking very good yeah, right every now. Every team's about 500. Yeah. Um, you know, this series against the Astros are really going to prove if the Rays are legit. Um, you know, going against everyone that was literally the bottom of their division almost every year since, like, 2017, uh, you know, it didn't really prove anything. But the Rays winning those games prove that no matter what team, no matter how high their status is, uh, they can absolutely rake off of, um, you know, off of good pitching. Uh, Hunter Green pitched against them. Uh, you know, great pitchers. Uh, David Bednar on the Pirates. You know, just fantastic pitching against them, and they still just absolutely destroyed them. So, you know... Great team overall. Speaking of David Bednar, uh, I wanted to transition over to the Pirates. Uh, another surprising team, the second best team in the league right now, with a 16 and seven 
uh, record right now, which is, you know, Pirates. I mean, they're basically, apart from the A's and the Rockies, literally labeled the worst team. They had the number one pick um, in this draft this year. Um, with O'Neill Cruz out now, uh, b- very unfortunate. You know, I would I would have loved to see O'Neill Cruz play this year, and uh, but he's out for a few months now, uh, about four months. And uh, but you know, I do love to see Andrew McCutcheon finally back in a Pirates uniform, shining again. He's looking like cover athlete uh, Andrew McCutcheon. So that's you know great, <clears throat> great to see. I love to see that. Um, and again, uh, David Bedner, you know, he's going to be special uh, uh, in that bullpen, uh, especially in close games for the Pirates. You know, he's had a couple good saves. And uh, brought, uh, I meant, I also have to mention a few other names. Uh, Kebrian Hayes, who is on my fantasy team, has been doing fantastic. I mean, you know, just four for five a few a few games ago against the Colorado Rockies I mean again they're against the Rockies but it doesn't say much but it doesn't really matter I mean you're hitting against decent pitching you know you got to prove yourself at some point Brian Reynolds uh, the Yankees campaign to get in the offseason unfortunately did not um, and you know he he's been doing great you know this is his this is his uh you know his paycheck year. This is his contract year. Um, you know this is he wants to get paid. He's gonna have to earn it, and it looks like he's you know he's going to. I mean he's been doing great. Um, a two ninety four average is fantastic. And another surprise that I wanted to uh, say was uh, Carlos Santana. Uh, you know he's a vet. Uh, he's doing okay. He's you know he's not the best, but. You know, his hitting has gone up ever since, uh, you know, coming to the Pirates. Uh, he, he's, he's been doing great. I mean, also is, you know, playing DH and all. Like, you know, you, as a DH, you know, you got to hit great. But especially as a vet and how old he is, he could also be losing it. But at the same time, he's, you know, getting hits, getting, you know, hits he should be getting. And he's a good bet to have on the team with Andrew McCutcheon. John, um, you know what I wanted to talk about? Who? The Oakland A's, soon to be Vegas A's. That's true. Uh, you gotta be, feel bad for A's fans, man. Uh, it, it's it's. That, there's no other explanation. The A's are just not great. It's kinda, four and eighteen. Um, you know that that that's a team where you should you know you feel like you should see the Pirates at. Yeah, um, I mean. But this season again, surprise. Surprises just keep going on. Uh, it's yeah, pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's really hurts to see them lose this bad. I mean, they are a pretty bad team, but you can see in the plays and the highlights we've seen from the A's, the potential is there. It's just like they they're not performing well. I I it's, it's super hard to explain, but you can see all the players on the Athletics have potential. Shintaro Fujinami, outstanding pitcher. Sucks that he's stuck on the A's, but. They are moving to Las Vegas. It's kind of pretty much been confirmed now. Uh, unsure what they're going to do since they have a minor league team there. Maybe they're going to just swap stadiums or something. But No, the uh, the Angels have a minor league team. It's the Angels. Huh. It's the Angels who have the minor league team in Las Vegas. But uh, I, I think they're going to keep him in Las Vegas for the minors because it's probably not a big stadium for them. So, But, uh, 
Yeah. <clears throat> the uh, they confirmed on I would say Saturday, Friday, Saturday, uh, that they were buying a one billion dollar stadium to be built by twenty twenty five, in Las Vegas for the A's. Uh, you know, you got to wonder what their name is going to be. It's, you know, obviously to be announced. Uh, the A's are going nowhere since then. Hopefully, you know, now they have basically no money to get any players. But adding Shintaro Fujinami is a great pickup to start maybe a slow rebuild over the next few years. I mean, the team isn't going anywhere from 4-18 and 18 for the next you know, one, uh, 140, 140 games left in the season. Um, so <laughs> that's really it for the A's because there's nothing else to talk about. They just suck outright. <laughs> um, uh, team, another team that's been pretty, I mean, the top five teams in the league, pretty surprising. You know, Tampa Bay, P- uh, Pittsburgh, Milwaukee, Texas, and Baltimore. Um just pretty crazy to see Milwaukee and Texas and even Baltimore in the top five for the first uh, 22 games. And, yeah, so it's just, uh, you know, uh, again, Milwaukee's been doing fantastic, uh, getting a almost uh, – did they sweep the Mets? Am I mistaken on that? Um, yeah, they, Milwaukee they, did indeed. Milwaukee swept the Mets. the Mets. Big upset. Big series upset. Um, the Texas Rangers, Jacob DeGrom is out, but, you know, for the time being, he was great. They have a great rotation. Andrew Heaney, uh, tying the record for most consecutive strikeouts, nine, uh, nine strikeouts in a row. Pretty nuts. Uh, Martin Perez has been solid, uh, you know, still room for improvement. Um, you know, but that whole team just just paid so much money for Corey Seager, Marcus Semyon, and now Jacob deGrom. Uh, and I think it's paying off, you know. For being fourth in the league right now, 14-7, and seven, uh, they're doing great. Uh, that's really it for them. And Baltimore, uh, you know, again, a rebuilding team who was solid last year, almost made the wild card, and uh, they were just, you know, they're – they're fantastic. Adley Rushman's going to be one of the greatest catchers of all time. I'm calling it on this podcast right now. He's been just absolutely fire hitting, hitting wise. Behind the dish is just unstoppable. You can't block like this guy. Um, and Gunnar Henderson has been solid. Uh, and and Grayson Rodriguez on the mound has been pretty solid since they brought him up earlier. Um, so the the Orioles are. The Orioles are great. Uh, I think they can make a playoff push since, you know, the Red Sox are kind of bad. And they could probably make it over the Blue Jays, I would say, in my opinion, um, with how they're performing now. Um, but, yeah, any thoughts on the uh, any thoughts on the bottom kind of three of the top five? Um, not really, but uh, I did want to mention something. Marcus Stroman. Uh, on the his- Cubs? Yeah, on the Cubs, it is uh, he got his one thousandth career strikeout. Right, the Cubs, another team I wanted to talk about that have been very successful this uh, this season. Uh, Twelve and nine, Nico Horner has been breaking out. Probably their best player on the team. 
uh, apart from Dansby Swanson, who we know one of the biggest signings of the off season, yeah, um, has been doing great for great for them. Uh, who else? So Co- uh, Cody Bellinger uh, has been, you know, slowly, 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 slowly coming back to his MVP days. Uh, you know, hitting homers and you know, glad to see that in Wrigley Field. Patrick Wisdom been doing fantastic for them, uh, and. You know, the Cubs all around are, you know, just a young team starting to break out, kind of like the Orioles, and they're in a, a little bit of a tough uh, division, but I think they can uh, I think they can make a solid second, third in the division this year. Um, but, yeah, moving on from them, uh, I feel like this really needs no explanation, uh, but the Atlanta Braves are 14-8. and eight. Uh, Braves have been fantastic. Just absolutely unstoppable. Ronald Acuna Jr. coming back was pivotal for them. And Austin Riley on top of that just being great uh, as he was last season. Uh, Spencer Strider, a guy I wanted to talk about, becomes in his second season the new ace for the Braves. Max Freed is there. Kyle Wright. They have a great rotation. They just have a great team. And you know, this is an all-around team. You know, strong, the additions of Sean Murphy and, and, and you know, having Travis Darno at DH, it's just a great, great team. Uh, they have, you know, two catchers who, who are, you know, great at their job. Uh, and, you know, I just think that the Braves are probably a first, second uh, division because they're just... You know, uh, for for the last couple of years since they won the World Series, have just been a really, really, really good team. Yeah, that's going to be a a tough matchup in the NL East uh, between the Mets and the Braves. Um, well, no, not the Phillies though. Yeah, the Phillies. They, they, didn't they start off the year horribly? Phillies are still Phillies are still down there, eleven and twelve. I think. Yeah, I mean, Phillies. I mean. Starting off the season, it's, I don't want to be very negative, but I mean, it's kind of hard to believe they made it to the World Series last year and almost almost could have possibly beat the Astros. I mean, right now they're 11 for 12, below the Marlins, uh, personally my favorite in the NL East right now. Um, and look, the Phillies picked up Trey Turner. He's a very good addition, but I mean, he hasn't been performing too well. He, he, he definitely is just starting off slow, though. He can explode and perform way better. We saw in the World Baseball Classic, he came in clutch very, very much for Team USA. He just had to bring that to Philly. And Philly, very sad to see that they're not playing the best. I mean, Bryce Harper is out, but he was expected to start way later than he is right now. I mean, he's starting, I think, I believe, it was in like the last next few weeks. Yeah. Because, I mean, he had Tommy John. No one expects someone to get who got Tommy John to come back within... Little, little less than a month, and Bryce Harper already about to be back. Probably gonna be playing first base since you know Reese Hoskins got an injury back in spring training, but at least he'll be playing and he'll be helping the Phillies at least get more wins than they are usually getting right now. Yeah, it's pretty insane. Uh, you know, I, I read the other day he's on my fantasy team, Bryce Harper. Um, he'll be back the first weekend of May. Uh, that is fantastic news. I mean, just. Crazy for the Phillies. I mean, him playing first base is going to be, you know, a little tough transitioning. Just like uh, Fernando Tatis playing the outfield, who we'll get to in a minute. But um, Bryce Harper, 
uh, coming back is going to be huge for the Phillies. It can l- literally turn them from an under 500 team to going to the World Series again. That's how big of a player he is, I feel, to that team. I feel like he is the final piece of the puzzle for them because Trey Turner doesn't have enough power in his bat, I feel, to carry that team. And Kyle Schwarber just doesn't have, you know, the speed and, uh, you know, the fielding for that team. Neither does Trey. Trey Trey's not, you know, he's a great fielder, but he's very uh, very flashy with his fielding, I feel. So that's, that's a takeaway. Um, and it's just uh, the Phillies... A lot of negatives so far going into the season. But, again, 22 games in, you can't really judge at that point. Um, but, I mean, it is what it is for them. I mean, uh, you know, when you have the Red Sox, the Card- uh, uh, the Diamondbacks, uh, the Marlins, and the Twins, and the Cubs all doing better than you, it just says a few things about your team and about how your players are playing. Um you know, when you're losing games to the Reds, it's just tough. It's tough losing series to a uh, series to the Reds. is tough. So, um, yeah, that that's the Phillies for you. I mean, uh, you know, anyone else? Anything on the Phillies? Because yeah, Phillies are Phillies are just mid. Yeah, right I mean, now. it's, it's just, <laughs> again. I said Marlins my favorites, but the Marlins they're not really that good of a team, especially with Sandy, who got the Cy Young last year. Let's actually, let's transition to the Marlins. I like that. Uh, we're doing a lot of NL East here. So, uh, the Marlins. Andrew's kind of favorite, kind of. Um, He's just my National League favorite right now. Yeah. Um, big underdogs, like the Orioles. They're 12-10. and 10, uh, do, Starting off the season great. They're just... With Jazz Chisholm adapting to the outfield, he's been doing great. Beginning of the season blows, though. Hit their beginning of the season wasn't great because of Jazz Chisholm's defense. You know, he was giving up very, very routine fly balls and letting up runs very easily. That's why a lot were blaming Sandy Alcantara. Uh, But I feel, you know, I mean, you know, you look at it like this. Sandy, you know, if if you didn't know baseball from before this season, you wouldn't think Sandy Alcantara was the best pitcher in the NL. Um, He has gone down significantly. Um, but, you know, you can't really blame it all on him. I feel like you need, you know, a pitcher needs to rely on his defense for something. Uh, and I feel that's just how it should be perceived, that Sandy just needs to trust his defense. He's been giving up a lot of runs, a lot of home runs, but I think Sandy can make a good comeback because he's a great pitcher. He's the definition of a great pitcher. Um, Jorge Soler... Uh, has been doing pretty decent, pretty good pickup. The uh, ex uh, World Series MVP, don't forget, uh, was f- fantastic on the Braves, really, um, and just kind of fell off like Cody Bellinger. But yeah. what about that guy on your uh, your fantasy team? Yeah, I was gonna get to him next, uh, Mr. Luis Arias, the first ever Marlin to hit for the cycle. Uh, I. He's been stellar. I mean, you might even call him the best player in the league at this point because he is just fantastic on every aspect of the field and in the batter's box. He's a great, fantastic hitter. He can hit for contact. He can hit for RBIs. He can hit for home runs. Whatever you need him for, he can hit. And on the field, he's playing first base. What else can you ask from him? I mean, and he's got a fantastic stat sheet. You know, he's just... 
absolutely the best average in the league by far. And, you know, it's it's hard to talk about the Marlins because it's just their lineup, their hitting is fantastic. It is only their fielding and, you know, their pitching. I mean, except for, like, maybe Jazz Chisholm is a streak hitter at this. I don't know. Jazz Chisholm's all right. Um, he, he's just got to, I, I guess, I don't, I don't really know what the problem with Jazz is. I mean, you know, he's, I guess, recovering from the cover athlete syndrome. Uh, but, you know, possibly could come back, uh, you know, later by the All-Star break and maybe, you know, get a few get a few knocks in for for an all-star vote. But um yeah, no. That that's my take on the Marlins. I feel the Marlins could be a solid if 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 the uh the Mets or the Phillies kind of fold, I feel like the Marlins could be a solid 3 or 4. That that's my opinion cuz it's the NL East is a tough division and they're a solid 4 usually cuz the Phillies, Braves and Mets are usually always up there. But, you know, if one of those teams collapse, you have the Marlins possibly making a wild card run, which is insane. It's just like the Orioles, really. Um, that, that's why I compare them to the Orioles, because they're in very similar situations. Um, I just feel that the Orioles are a more, you know, they have better rookies and they're a more sophisticated team. Uh, and the Marlins just need to get that team chemistry through. And, uh, yeah, it's really uh, yeah, I mean, look, I'm like probably the biggest Marlins fan here. I'm a I'm I'm a Yankee fan at heart, but a little bit of my heart is out to Mar to the Marlins. I mean, I love seeing them hit. I I I think the Marlins and probably the Pirates are like the most fun teams to watch in baseball when they're good. Because when they're good, you can really feel the energy off of them. And I mean, Jazz, he, he like Tofa said, I'm pretty sure he's just a streak hitter at this point. But when he when he performs well, you could feel the energy. I mean, he. He brings so much enthusiasm to the sport. But it's like the Marlins, they made a playoff run, what was it, 2020? Back with Sixto Sanchez? and Yeah, Marlins Marlins were back in, what, uh, 1920 maybe? Yeah, um, I mean... Like 2019, 2020 maybe. Uh, Sixto Sanchez, he's, he's coming back soon probably, uh, but I wouldn't count him. Like he, he, would, he would be a pretty decent, you know, comeback for the rotation. He's just been injured and you know hasn't hasn't been working. So you know, hopefully, you know they can because they really need that. I mean, Sandy Alcantara can't do the rotation all by himself. That's a big problem with the Marlins that I forgot to point out. But uh, bring Sixto Sanchez back, maybe he can recover from his injuries, and uh, you know, uh, maybe be pardoned and be a second guy in rotation. Yeah, I mean Marlins. I mean, Sandy, he hasn't really been himself. The main pitcher that's been carrying down the Marlins rotation at this point has been Jesus Lizardo. I mean, mm. he's not hes not like an outstanding pitcher, but when he's good, he's good, and you can tell that. But Sandy, I mean, I think I talked to Tofa about this. Um, I feel like with, um, with the 2023 season, uh, uh, the sweeper has now been accepted as a pitch type in the MLB. And a lot of teams, uh, such as the Twins, that we'll talk about a bit, the Twins have taken that, and they have taught pretty much all of their pitchers to sweeper. And I think that although Sandy doesn't have to get rid of any pitches, it definitely would be beneficial if we're on a sweeper. It fits with his nasty movement perfectly, and I feel like if Sandy can get with this new fad of the sweeper, 
like um, some Yankees bullpen pitchers have gotten into. The the sweeper could maybe save uh, his ERA, save him uh, uh, first spot, keeping the ace on the Marlins roster, because right now he's not looking too good. Everyone's seeing his pitches. Once you won the Cy Young last year, people are going to start noticing how you pitch, especially when you throw... I don't say he's a two-pitch pitcher, but when you throw similar pitches over and over again, hitters are going to get used to it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and before we go over, you know, some of the good kind of, you know, uh, decent teams out there, I just wanted to go over, uh, because we're going to go over every team, I just wanted to go over some of the boring teams that not a lot of us really care about. So, um, uh, Kansas City Royals, uh, you know, just a blah team, uh, five and 17. Uh, they suck. Uh, second worst team in the league. Bobby Witt Jr. is pretty good. Uh, pretty big news, I guess, actually. Um, Salvador Perez named their first ever captain for the Royals. I guess that's big for them. Uh, but, you know, Salvador Perez is old, uh, and that team's just going to go down unless Bobby Witt and whatever rookies they bring up from the farm system do great. I mean, they have Vinny Pasquantino. Uh, who's been, you know, pre- uh, doing pretty all right. Uh, just not the best, not what they hoped for. Um, yeah, not much to say about the Royals at all. But, um, you know, what? Uh, something interesting about the Royals. Uh, oh, Araldos Chapman. Araldos Chapman, yeah. 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 He's actually <laughs> doing good this year, which is completely a surprise to me. I thought... I thought personally that uh, he was washed, that he's kind of past his prime, but now you're seeing him pitch a hundred miles an hour again, and uh, yeah, good for him to be honest. But uh, it's unfortunate that he couldn't do that with the Yankees. You know, it's it it's almost every single time. I feel like all these players just want to get away from the lights on the Yankees because you know it's just it's it's tough playing for a big market team. I get it. You know, Chapman had a tough time with it. Gallo had a tough time with it. And, you know, a lot of players had a tough time with it. But it is what it is, you know. I mean, I'm glad Chapman has finally broke out again like he did on the Cubs and and the Reds. And just I want him to become himself again so maybe we could pick him up and get him again. Yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but uh, moving on to another team, uh, the Rockies. Just nothing. There is nothing to say about this team. Just nothing. Uh, CJ Crone, you know, he's a great, great hitter. You know, if he can just unlock it again. Been, you know, on a kind of cold streak now. Um, Daniel Bard is back from personal issues. Um, and uh, Chris Bryant is just so bad. It it's really sucks to see Chris Bryant, uh, you know, as a player he is now, uh, as to what he was in, like, 2017. And you know, Charlie that, Blackman. Yeah. Charlie Blackman, too, another player that kind of really fell off. And Ryan McMahon is a great pe- a great piece to have with uh, C.J. Crone there. But, you know, Chris Bryant and Charlie Blackman, you know, being clean up in second just kind of hurts the lineup because they, they aren't good. They don't contribute anything to the team. Yeah, Rocky is really tough to see. I mean, they destroyed the Padres at the beginning of the season. Very, very high hopes at the beginning, first opening series. They... Pretty much embarrassed the Padres, honestly. Mm-hmm. But right after that, they've just been on. I don't think that I'm pretty sure they're not on a losing streak right now. But they have been up and down, haven't been really that good. I mean, the Rockies, 
Look, I I can't take them seriously if their manager isn't even taking them seriously. Last time I checked, he said he wants us to be a 500 team. That's not what you want to think about for a baseball team. That's like an extension team, one of the more recent teams that about to MLB. Not a good look, man. I mean, what, the Rockies general manager, the Angels general manager, they're holding these teams back from being what they could have been. These teams could be outstanding, incredible. These could be like the super old Oakland Athletics, where now they're pretty washed, but they, they used to be a, a team that maybe you'd want to go to. The Angels are uh, they're just like the Rockies. They're kind of made right now. Uh, Angels have Otani, but Otani, I'm not going to say he's bad. He's a great pitcher. He's probably one of the best pitchers in the league. But it's He's like, a top five pitcher. Yeah, definitely. he. Um, I, I know I've seen it. A lot of people have mentioned it. Otani has a very big walk rate. He he as a pitcher, that's you don't want to walk a lot of hitters, and especially if the Angels need to make a postseason run to keep Otani on the team, those walks might give up a few runs, and that might cost them, uh, let's say a wild card game or a division series game. Which I don't think they're gonna make it into the mm-hmm. division series game, but we're just pointing stuff. I mean, some teams have great potential that are just falling apart because they're the higher ups don't don't want a team to win apparently. Makes no sense. It makes them more money. Yeah, uh, you know, it's just it, it is sad to see some of these teams fall, uh, and some of the players fall. Like for example, another guy I'm going to bring up, Javi Baez on the Detroit Tigers. Oh God! Um, went from MVP <laughs> caliber talent to an absolute bum. Uh, you know, I thought uh, just like a bunch of other players that played in the World Baseball Classic, like I said earlier unlocked their potential and brought it to the MLB, like Randy Rosarena, like a lot of the players that we see. Javi Baez did the opposite and put everything he had into the World Baseball Classic and now does nothing for the Tigers. He signed a big contract, you know, kind of paid off like uh, Josh Donaldson, you know, big expectations from him, not great. Um, But... Javi Baez, very sad to see what he's been doing. Uh, you know, hopefully, I mean, there is really no coming back, but hopefully he can pick something up. I mean, all you can do is hope for a player like that who was just, you know, exhilarating and had fantastic plays and great offense, great defense. You know, just a great player overall and just absolutely fell down the ranks all the way down. Well, wasn't he just benched like a few games ago? Yeah. 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 Bias has attitude problems. He's uh, you know, very clearly not happy with his situation, and you know he just turned into a complainer. Yeah, Bias hurts, man. Because I mean, Tofu, you mentioned the Robisol Classic. Sometimes he was good, but man, I watched those games again. I mentioned Puerto Rico. It hurt to see Randy Rosarena embarrass my country. <laughs> but uh, Javi Bias. I mean, I, I think I told Tofu this when we were playing the show the other day. Um. I forgot which game it was in the classic, but he was making some very bad errors. It was routine errors with mm-hmm. routine, routine plays that should have happened routine because grounders, routine yeah. grounders, a grounder to the shift. I don't know how you make an error when you get a grounder to you in a shift, but Javi Bias does it because it's Javi Bias, mm-hmm. and it, it hurt because we had a um, Puerto Rico team. We lost Correa, but it was a good team, and I mean like MJ Melendez, he's in the Royals right now. He's looking. I feel like Tofa said a lot of the baseball classic awoke a lot of players. But Landis is doing better than you'd ever expect him to do right now. He's yeah. not crazy on the Royals. Because he's on the Royals. He's on the Royals. Really but he's 
he's a good player. He's a power hitter. He's he's good. He plays a good outfield. He also play behind the plate, if behind the dish if they need him to. But it just hurts, man, to see some of these teams struggle. And man, Javi Bias, I I forgot where I heard it from, but I believe the the um the general manager of the Tigers wanted to make Javi Bias the center of the team, which is not a good thing you want to do. I mean, even before he signed with them, he already had a insane strikeout rate mm-hmm. he swings at pitches that no other hitter with eyes could would swing at yeah. it it's like he and again so i don't know where i heard this but i'm pretty sure he just plays for um if he feels like they're gonna win he needs the energy from the team and the tigers are not a team that you're gonna go on expecting to make the postseason to make the playoffs exactly when you're on the pirates you're expecting 162 games in the season you're expecting to lose a lot of them and you're like you're not gonna expect to make a run, which is why I don't understand why Javi Baez signed a contract. He's only doing it for the money. He, for a fact, a doubt he's not having fun losing games. No one has fun losing games. I I don't know. I feel like he expected the Tigers to play better. I mean, when you're on a team with Miguel Cabrera, that's already an honor in and of itself. But he's not even. Miggy's super old now, so it's not even like that much to be around. And it just, it sucks to see. It's hard to watch. Javi Baez could have been so much better if he, maybe if he stayed on the Mets. Maybe they would have helped him keep his swing right down. So much stuff could have changed right now if Javi Baez decided to be a better player than he is. I was just about to say, you know, a good point about the, uh, you know, maybe he needs a team to, you know, get that energy, that playoff energy, that run energy. On the Mets, that was a perfect fit for him. An absolute perfect fit. I feel like he could have ran him or, uh, you know, him at third or something like that. You know, just, you know, keep Lindor at short, McNeil at second. McNeil could even go to third. It could have been, you know, either way. That could have been a great defense. And, you know, again, with the, uh, you know, that exhilarating energy uh, to keep up, you know, that, that, that hope that, you know, you could possibly get a good, you know, run and, and make the playoffs and win and just, you know, you want to be on a winning team. Like Andrew said, it's just the way it is in sports. And, you know, if you don't have a team with that kind of energy, it's just, you know, you're, you know you're going to lose. You know you're going to have bad, you know, at-bats like Javi Baez. You're going to have bad moments. It's just laughable because he was a good player at one point. And on the Mets... It's like he literally transitioned from being a great player on a great team to a really bad bench player on a bad team, which is nuts. So, yeah. Um, um, how about the Twins now? Yeah, yeah. so I was going to move on to the Twins. Uh, you know, everything that happened with Carlos Correa, we don't have to explain that, you know, from the Twins. To the Mets, or to the uh, to the Giants, to the Mets, and back, back to, the to the Twins. Just a very interesting, just a very interesting thing for uh, C four, and he's, you know, I mean, the Yankees play him play uh, the Twins tonight again. Um, Johnny Brito on the uh, mound, kind of yeah. sad. Against uh, against uh, Sonny Gray. Yeah, Sonny Gray has been, you know, amazing. Mid- you know, he's I'm been amazing. He's been good. Yeah, I haven't been sure. keeping up with the Twins, uh, really. I think he has like a, a sub-1 ERA. That's good. I'm pretty sure. That's good. Um, Yeah. And then, uh, you know, just... Uh, By- Byron Buxton. 
Byron Buxton, another one who's been just a streak hitter. Um, and, uh, you know, and Joey Gallo as well. Joey Gallo, a guy I wanted to talk about. That was who I was going to... I know. mean, I've seen some clips of him. He When he hits the ball, he hits it hard. But, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> when he hits the ball, when he, he hits, hits it hard. hard. That's the thing. So, I mean, I mentioned it earlier, too. The Twins... Pretty much, they're like the one team where they taught every single one of their pitchers the sweeper. I, It's insane to me to think that the pitching staff is that smart, honestly. The sweeper, very new pitch. It existed before, but it was just called the slider. It's an interesting pitch. It's a slider that only moves horizontally. Very good pitch. Otani is a sweeper. His sweeper is disgusting. But Paulo Lopez, our new starter. I mean, Paulo Lopez, insane to think that this... Kind of made of the made of the rotation for the Marlins became this Twins ace that's been absolutely insane. He's not their best pitcher, but I mean he had them start opening day. He's been doing outstanding, and I mean he pitched against the Yankees. Um, we won that game, but he was still doing very good. And I mean, Paulo Lopez definitely uh, an underdog story. Not expecting uh, some mid-tier Marlins uh, pitcher that they that they gave over to the Twins to become. Uh, probably one of the, the pitchers that could maybe carry the Twins to the offseason. Yeah, um, the Twins, uh, you know, again, just they have, uh, you know, uh, great bullpen pieces. Uh, Johan Duren being one of them. Uh, Johan Duren, probably, if not the best reliever in the league with Michael King out, uh, I feel like he could just, you know, single handedly be an Emmanuel Clause for that type of team. And, uh, it's um, it's just you know maybe if he unlocks his potential uh, with the team that they have you know Michael A. Taylor, uh, who went off against the Yankees and uh, you know uh, Nick Gordon another great uh, another decent player that they have in their lineup, uh, just you know a pretty good team you know to uh, just to build around you know maybe make a little playoff push. I don't know though with you know the amount of talent in the uh, you know AL Central is it AL Central or West Central right? Uh, yeah, or Central. Which is uh, Twins? Twin Central. Twin Central. Yeah, I'm, I'm tripping. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, so yeah, um, I want to move on. Another team nobody really cares about uh, the Nationals. <laughs> yeah. All right, Joey Manessis, C.J. Abrams. Doing all right. Steven Strasburg has been out for literally four years, so I can't really say anything about the Nationals. Anyone? No. I mean, they lost. <laughs> Ever since they lost Soto, they become irrelevant. I yeah. mean, no one cares. Yeah, I, no one cares. I, I, I could care less about whatever the hell the Nationals do, man. I mean, they're they're such a mid-tier team. Yeah, you can't even really expect anything from them. Yeah. I like. It's hard to believe that these guys won a World Series before, recently, from like the last three years. Although. To be fair to all the other teams in the league, it was the short run 2020 season that they yeah, won. So that's, true. that's not really anything hyped to pass. It was the 19 season. Oh, it was 19? 19. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Won. 20 Apolo- was a Dodgers. Apologies. Let me, let me stop respecting the Nationals that much. They won the 19 season, and then all of their players left to other teams. Yeah, which, which was nuts. I mean, the season before, they lost Harper, and everyone thought that it was over for them. And then Trey Turner, Juan Soto... And uh, Max Scherzer absolutely pulled it out for that team and, and got a big World Series win for them, at least. Um, I think uh, the Nationals now, obviously, just absolutely 
just fell off yeah, the yeah. face of the earth after losing Soto, losing Turner, losing uh, you know uh, Scherzer multiple times. It's just like it, it sucks. It sucks to be a fan of the Nationals. It, you know, yeah, um, it really does. Yeah, it does because uh, they could have had a squad mm-hmm. if, they, if they still had all those three players. But I mean, yeah, I've heard. Uh, <laughs> I heard some coping friends. Uh, some some believe that Harper's gonna come back during his last season. I I don't see why he would ever go back to the Nationals. I mean, there's no reason to ever go back, even if it's for his his final season in the big leagues. There's no reason for him to go to the Nationals after staying on the. Harper finals. never did anything on the, the Nationals team anyway. Could've. It's just it was him, Turner, and Rendon. You know. Oh, uh, Rendon. That's another person we could talk about. Where he's the one person who left the team and became. So bad. <laughs> Horrible. Yeah, the Angels. And uh, good segue to the Angels, man. I mean, yeah, that is yeah. A, that is a pretty good transition to the Angels. Um, Trout because you know nobody cares about the Nationals anymore. But uh, yeah, the Angels. Um, Apparently, horrendous. Mike Trout, apparently a streak hitter now. Um, yeah, he's and kind of, kind of Shohei Otani. Um, is the only good player on that team right now, uh, especially with you know. I did want to point out. There's a rookie on the Angels, Logan Ohapi, who has been absolutely killing it on that team. Um, you know, I think he's out for injury, though. Yeah, that, that, I was going to say that next. But, you know, he was, he was good. Um, he was good for the remain, uh, you know, how, how many, however many games he played. And, uh, you know, I think he's going to be a big catcher, too, along with Adley Rushman. I feel like he's one of those future guys as well. I mean, like... If you're an Angels fan, like, what do you even do anymore? Like, really? Do, do you no, trade? Right. Do you trade your big stars, or do you just keep them and hope you can mm-hmm. build around them and can and try to build a team that can go to the postseason? I mean, you have guys like Brandon Drury and uh, you know Taylor Ward uh, and uh, who did they just get Hunter Renfro. Hunter, yeah, Hunter Renfro, who. I think was I uh, and they got Tyler Anderson in their rotation after Otani. I think that was huge when when I saw that in free aid, uh, you know free agency in the off season. I was you know I was excited. I thought the Angels were making moves. I thought they were doing great for themselves, and you know they have guys like Gio Urshela who's just not doing anything anymore. So it's just it's sad. No, it is. Um, the Angels should be making the playoffs as the first in the West every single time. That's my opinion, because I think if you have the two best players, you know, possibly of all time on your team, and, and, and you know, I don't care who else. Like, you can literally have a bunch of bums. You should be winning games all the time. That's just how I think it should be. But the, the thing with the Angels is they don't have just bums. They have great players with great, just great skill. They have great skill on their team. They just can't seem to get chemistry in together. It's it's weird, but you know, I wish things could go well for the Angels. It just hasn't, and uh, they're they're eleven. No, they're eleven and eleven, perfectly five hundred. So barely. You know, I mean, it's just it is what it is. Um, you know, I wanted to move on uh, because you know it's sad talking about the Angels. You know, it it really gets a baseball fan sad when you talk about a team like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, look the just 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 a quick pointer. Um, yeah, Angels fans were through the roof. I know I was a little happy. Yeah, it's, it's a little technical difficulties right there. Um, I mean, the Angels, their new GM. I no, he's not even new actually. What am I saying? They're all their GM right now. 
he, he was supposed to sell the team because he's been he's been a pretty bad GM. He has been playing doing that good. Ados fans for the roof, and he decided right before the season started that uh, he wouldn't sell the team. So he's their GM. Angels, it sucks. I mean, uh, we didn't mention it, but uh, I believe Shohei Otani is like, probably the first pitcher to get a 10-strikeout game and and lose the game uh, yeah. to the Oakland Athletics um, <laughs> on opening day. Uh, it's it's unreal, honestly. Even with the in, in amazing plays during that game, Angels still lost because Tofa said it's sad. It really is sad. Their bullpen is horrible. Their bullpen is the only reason that they're not making it far. Because their bullpen is falling apart. And, look, they have to make the postseason. Otherwise, Otani's walking, and he's walking either to the Bronx, to Queens, or to somewhere else in California, because he's not going to go anywhere else. Yeah, didn't Otani even state that uh, he actually really liked Yankee Stadium? Yeah, I mean... Uh, I think he said that. (laughs) I mean, if you perform like Cole in Yankee Stadium, that's definitely something. With Yankee Stadium being a very... Very obvious hitter stadium with how in the walls are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in the short fortune, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just... Otani can hit well in Yankee Stadium, too. So it's not like he's going to suck in Yankee Stadium. He's going to be really good if he becomes a Yankee. But I can realistically see Otani staying with the Angels if they can make a playoff run this season. But otherwise, he's going to walk. And the Dodgers didn't make any big purchases off season. They're definitely saving up to offer Otani a bag. But I don't know. Otani can go to a winning team. He can go to a losing team. He can go to a team that might win. He's going to leave if the Angels don't prove to him. Especially Mike Trout. He said he wants to keep them there. If they don't prove that he he needs to be there. That's why he's going to leave. You know, it's a very similar situation in a lot of sports. You know, uh, I could point out Luka Doncic in basketball, for example. You know, you know, great player. One of the best players in the league. Just... On a bad team, it it sucks, and then they get help, and it doesn't work, and it is what it is. Um, yeah, and uh, another team. Uh, let's see, what are we doing? Um, talk about the Padres. Oh yeah, we can do the Padres. Padres. Uh, <laughs> Fernando Tatis. Tatis is the highlight of this team right now, um, and he's not doing great. Yeah, he's yeah, one for he, ten. Highlight. He, he crushed a AAA pitching when he was in uh, triple re- pool. Yeah. AAA. And rehab. And rehab. It, you know. He, he destroyed AAA pitching. But yeah. He comes up to the MLB again, and uh, I don't think he's been doing too well. Yeah. I, it sucks to see that. I personally love Tatis. I think, you know, I, I loved him. He was just an exciting player when he yeah, was great. He's a really fun player. I want to see him get back into the groove. I don't want him to become a hobby bias. It's just, you know, I don't. It would suck. That happened. I would suck if he like played like Cody Bellinger, but uh, Tatis coming off a wrist injury from a motorcycle accident, and then his suspension over PEDs. Um, That's a whole situation in of itself, man. Yeah, just a crazy situation. But now he's coming back. He's he is back. He's kind of mid. Um, 18 at bats, hitting one one sixty seven. Uh, someone else. Someone else. I want to point out who's kind of mid. Um, Juan Soto. Oh yeah. Oh, well, what happened to him? Juan Soto like, kind of screwed himself. I just want to. I just want to be frank. I want to be honest. Um, he just he basically screwed himself uh, going to the Padres because it's just he's on a team with so much expectations, and it's and it's really getting to him. It looks like. I mean, it's a big but big budget, big market team, and he's not doing great. 
he isn't, and this is a contract year, and he's got to play for his worth. And if the uh, if I were the Padres, if he kept this up, I would let him walk. That's me. I know it's Juan Soto, and you wouldn't let him walk, but I would let him walk if he keeps playing the way he does. That's a good. That's a good decision, Tofa. I mean, look, man, they have they picked up Xander Bogarts, and Xander Bogarts is proving uh, that his signing, even if Tatis doesn't get to play shortstop, is was uh, a very smart decision. He's hit what five homers already. Yeah, he's really good right now. Outstanding defense so far with Manny Machado over there in the hot corner. Very good. Very good infield defense, by, I say, for the Padres. Um, yeah. Just like, look, Tatis, um, he might be like one of those hitters that back in the steroid era where once they got off of steroids, he became <laughs> like washed, they're garbage. I mean, it was kind of strange. He was kind of thin and he was hitting nukes, but it, it, we're not, no no proof that he's been to use it during season, so we can't really say anything. Yeah. Um, but man, it hurts to see that Tatis is doing well and isn't doing well. And Ta- uh, Juan Soto, dude, uh, look, he he definitely got more attention because we're the Nationals, a team that sucked. But um, even when he was on the team, I do want to argue, you know, later in his Nationals career, nobody really cared. I'm gonna be honest. Once they got rid of, like, everyone else, it was just him, and nobody cared. I mean, didn't he win the home run derby last? Last year, but that was around the time where the trade rumors were going on. Yeah, That's why I mean, cared. It, it sucks to see that, because uh, a World Baseball Classic again, well, he had one of the longest home runs there. He tied it for the longest home run, uh, and then proceeds to uh, be kind of like Javi Baez at the plate, not going to lie. He, he hasn't been walking as much, which is not like... Not like Juan Soto. Juan yeah. Soto's a Juan big Soto's guy a big who he draws a lot of walks because he yeah. takes. But he's not taking that much this time. It seems like he wants to prove that he can hit nukes, that he can hit far. But it's like, you're on the Padres. You're on a team that already has p- power hitters. And what? Where does he hit? Third for cleanup? He hits uh, cleanup. Uh, no, second. 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 Yeah, so you don't, don't even... like. I know we got judged sometimes hitting now at second, but... You don't gotta worry too much the second spot about hitting nukes. You just gotta get on, hit some good contact, hit some hard contact. But don't you don't gotta focus too much. You seems to be focusing too much on hitting the ball hard. I mean, I broadcast the baseball games. One of the more recent games, uh, this guy almost hit the ball at the park and uh, proceeded to swing and miss at a bunch of pitches that were nowhere near the zone. We actually hit him, and I don't want to say Juan Soto's like that guy, but. He's not taking that much. And when you're Juan Soto, and you pretty much made a name for yourself for a while of being one of the biggest walkers in the league, kind of like Barry Bonds. Well, that was for a different reason. Yeah. Um, you got to stay that way. You don't got to change. The Padres expects you to play like what you play like. You don't got to change what you play like to prove that you belong on the team because they already believe you do. He couldn't he, he prove himself a little too much. One person that should be focusing on that is Tatis, which I believe is why he's been... Uh, <laughs> one sixty-seven batting average right now. Yeah. Um, but I mean, they're both proving that Xander Bogarts was probably the most um smartest play for the Padres to do right now. They got a really good pay, uh player from the Red Sox. And I mean, yeah, have we talked about the Red Sox yet? Actually, I actually wanted to just go over a few more things. Uh, for the Padres. Yeah. A uh, guy that uh, two two more guys. Uh, one guy that has been taking Soto's spot basically, ex Yankee. My man, Matt Carpenter. Um, 100%. Just absolutely raking the ball. He's like 36, just 
Kind of like a Nelson Cruz, who is also on the Padres, I but Matt Carpenter, not doing as good as Carpenter. And, you know, I wish the Yankees would have kept him. We should have re-signed Carpenter. Should have re-signed. He's, he could play basically everywhere, and he's so useful. He's a, he is a useful utility player, and he can hit. He's a, you know, he's a great... I think Carpenter is a great pickup for the Padres. And another player I wanted to talk about, who I think was, you know, broke out last season, has been doing that great this season... But he's he's doing well enough to talk about uh, the Met killer Trent Grisham. Uh, he broke out uh, last postseason against the Mets, uh, absolutely destroyed them in the wild card, um, and now he's he's doing decent for the team. That you know, I just wanted to mention him because he's the Met killer himself. So I had yeah. to mention him when we're talking about the Padres. Um, How about that you uh, Darvish signing? You Darvish, for, uh, so many more years. Yeah, he's I, old. Already. I think that's just a mistake because you Darvish is. Uh, he, he's kind. a he's a good pitcher. Like he he is a good pitcher, but you just can't sign a man who's that old for that that's many true. years. Yeah, that's true. But it was just like crazy because you know. It, you Darvish was great for so long on the Rangers and on a bunch of different, you know, kind of bad teams. And now he's on a great team and he's not even the first in the rotation. I mean, right now he is because of uh, Joe Musgrove's injury. Uh, I hope Joe Musgrove comes back because he is fantastic. He's very exciting to watch. I, I actually very much respect Joe Musgrove. Um, but, uh, you know, hopefully when he comes back, maybe the Maybe that's what the Padres need to pick it up. Uh, now a team that we were about to move on to, the Red Sox. Oh. Um, you know, <laughs> nobody... Uh, listen, nobody expected this team right now to be over 500. They are 12 and 11. Barely over 500. Barely. But... Off-season signings have been carrying them right now, so... Adam Duvall, on my fantasy team, Adam Duvall has been just... Doing wonders. Well, now he's injured, but he was. He was doing wonders. Just an absolute bomb. Just a ticking time bomb. Literally Barry Bonds every time he stepped into into the batter's box. Adam Duvall was insane for the first part of the season, and then he got injured. He'll be out for I think four to six, maybe a little more. Um, Just like Giancarlo. Yeah, yeah, kind of like the Giancarlo entry. Um, yeah, and uh, it, it it sucks because the Red Sox were supposed to suck. Yoshida's d- been doing good. Yoshida's been great. Um, Yoshida's been like the highlight of Red Sox right now. Now, the low light of the Red Sox that I wanted to talk about when we were going over the Red Sox, um, Chris Sale uh, just oh. got old. It, it, this is a definition of when you get old, you get worse. In sports, that's just what happens. And Chris Sale is just, uh, you know, an example of that. Actually, no, I think... Um, Did he break his fingers? No, I, I think Chris Sale got a little injured, but yeah, yeah, yeah. last time I checked... Uh, he got injured, but he came back at the beginning of the season. Last time I checked, Chris Sale was doing so... Or, like, he at the beginning of the season, he was doing horrible. Yeah. But, I mean, last time I checked, Chris Sale... Because, uh, you know, I'm a big Patriots guy. Uh, <laughs> in the Sleazy Broadcast, again... Uh, I'm the big pitcher guy. I love pitchers. I love I love everything about pitching. Um, and 
you know, I follow Pitching Ninja, big, big W, big, big guy that gets me all the pitcher information. And last time I checked, Chris Sale wasn't doing so bad. Last start, he didn't do horrible, because he, as he's been doing. Um, but he definitely is not prime Chris Sale. You can tell that the age is getting to him. He's doing, he's doing not god awful, he but he's, an eight ERA. He's, doing, he's doing really bad, man. He has an 8 ERA. Eight that, ERA. that should speak wonders. That should speak everything into your brain that you need. Um, oh my god. He could break out, but I mean, I, I highly doubt it with how he's doing with the Red Sox. And I mean, yeah. all season pickups, what, the pickup, Justin Turner and Yoshida? And um, Adam Duvall. And Adam Duvall, yeah. Those were the three Duvall's, big ones. Duvall's out. I mean, Justin Turner, oh, Yoshida, and, um, went back to back. And it was, ki- it was kind of crazy. They had Corey Kluber starting an opening day. Yeah, that Corey Kluber. Um, I'm I'm not sure. Did he get injured on opening day? I don't remember, to be honest. Because I believe uh, uh, Mr. Dwyer mentioned that back on opening day that he got injured. Yeah. Kind of crazy that they put him starting. I mean... I can't blame them. Their, their pitching isn't that good. I mean, yeah. I'd rather have Kluber start than Chris Sale. He would have blown the game immediately. But that that first opening game for the Red Sox was a good game for the Orioles. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I mean, Justin Turner, Yoshida, good power hitters. Yoshida, what, I think he hit two homers last game. I yeah. hit a grand slam. And went back-to-back with Justin Turner. Verdugo, can't really say much about Verdugo, honestly. Um, he's interesting. He could perform good. We saw him in the classic. He was it wasn't like um a Rose Reina levels of good, but he was a very good energy for um for Mexico. For Mexico. And you know, he brought some of that to the Red Sox. Um I do want to move on. Uh we have one more AL East team to cover. That is the Yankees Killers, the Toronto Blue Jays. Um unfortunately, we just lost the series to them. Um yep. Just want to go over quickly, um, you know, uh, Vlad Guerrero is him. He's Himothy. Um, he, he is Himothy. Yeah, Vlad Guerrero is really good. If um, he played with the Yankees, he would probably... He, would that, be, that, he hates the he That hates will Yankees. never happen. He, he, it will never happen. It will never happen unless, unless the Blue Jays, like, forcefully trade him to the Yankees. It'll never happen. Yeah, unfortunately, it would never happen. But, but. I mean, what? He has the highest slugging in Yankee Stadium. So, I mean... If he was, if he Yankees. was a Yankee, um, he would best be. team in the league, <laughs> yeah, uh, without a doubt, yeah. for real. But I mean, that is crazy. The Blue Jays. I mean, who pitched yesterday? He, he Gaussman. Um, Gaussman was nuts yesterday. Oh, I think almost every single Yankee hitter was zero for three yesterday. We did horrible. As much as either Gaussman completely outclassed the Yankees, or the Yankees. We can't, or we can't hit splitters. Or, <laughs> or we, we just couldn't hit at all. As much as I hate to say it, Alec Manoa is um, just, he's so good. He's a great pitcher. I feel like him as your ace, and then Gaussman backing him up, is, and then, you know, they have an okay bullpen. Um, you know, uh, Adam Simber, uh, the uh, closer there, um, you know, pretty decent. He has a funky, uh, funky uh, wind-up. Uh, but yeah, their rotation's great. I mean, Kikuchi, big pit. Yeah, Kikuchi's a big, yeah. a big uh, underdog story of mm-hmm. last season and this yeah, season. True, Way better true. than he was last season. Yeah. Um, big pickup for the uh, Blue Jays. That I wanted to mention Kevin Kiermaier. Just an absolute steal 
If I were the Tampa Bay Rays, I would have held on to him. Imagine how good they would be right now if they still had Kevin Kiermaier. I mean, I, I will say to Nobody be fair, thought Kevin Ke- Sorry. Rays are doing pretty good so far. So yeah, I, so far. So I feel like Kiermaier, honestly, even with how good he's on the Blue Jays, probably wouldn't have contributed Probably that wouldn't much. have changed much, but he is doing great he's on the great. field for that, for the the Jays right now. He's they are. Bader should be for us. Yeah, I know. I mean, Bader's out, so, I mean, it is what it is, but... I believe we're coming back soon, though. Yeah. A um, few more teams left. Uh, I wanted to go over the Astros. You know, they, they are... They've been they are over, okay. A little bit over 500, 12 yeah. and 10. Um, they're, they're really missing Jose Altuve right now. Yeah, I, that's I their, big, their big hole there. Um, they had to bring up some rookies who did pretty good starting off and, you know, falling off quickly. Um, Jeremy Pena, big highlight. I have him on my fantasy team. He was a sleeper. I don't know why nobody picked him. He was a World Series MVP. But, um, you know, he was in a little bit of a slump, uh, you know, during the few opening games. That's why they were losing because they didn't have their best player. And, uh, you know, now their rotation is not as good. Um, everyone thought that, um, you know, their new ace, um, Yodon Alvarez um, you, well, his no. batting average is down from last yeah Yordan's Yordan's batting average is down but I'm I'm trying to say uh, they're uh, I forgot his name actually. yeah um, I'm, I'm not a big Astros fan so bear uh, with me any um, I mean they haven't been good uh, uh, I keep mentioning the classic because Puerto Rico did a lot I mean uh, Puerto Rico reason why Altuve's out Framber Valdez sorry uh, I'm not you know I don't follow baseball as much anymore. But uh, no, anyway, of course. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Framber Valdez uh, has not been doing. You know, his he's been doing good. Uh, it's just you know he's not Justin Verlander. He is not Justin Verlander. Christian Javier, another guy, just not Chris, just not uh, you know Justin Verlander. Um, and then their bullpen is great. They have Ryan Stanek, <laughs> Ryan Presley, Rafael Montero. Hector Neris, their bullpen is fantastic. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Astros' bullpen. Uh, not a fan of what they did to us last year, but I am a fan of their bullpen. They, will, they are great. Will the Astros make it to the ALCS again? I it's tough. It's I, tough. That's rough. It's tough. That, that's a tough question, but... I mean, if Jordan just keeps up everything, he leads almost everyone on the team with everything. Uh, another guy I have to mention, Kyle Tucker. Um... Good there that the classic has team. been great. Um, you know, just uh, you know, he's been great over there in right field. Um, great fielder, great hitter, um, and that's all the Astros need to do. They need to trust in their field, and that's that's with a lot of teams. But I feel like the Astros really need that because again, Framber Valdez, Christian Javier have been great, just not doing the best for their team right now. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if, you know, the Angels want to actually play baseball properly, um, <laughs> you know, they could they could be a contention, but, I mean, if the Rangers keep what they're doing right now, they could possibly uh, win their division if they keep up the piece they're on right now. If, if Jose Altuve coming back doesn't uh, make a – give a, their, um, the Astros a humongous win streak. But, I mean – yeah, the AL West is tough to judge right now because we don't know how everybody's going to keep their streaks going right now. Yeah, a lot of injuries for most teams across the league. I mean, 
Very rough, man. I mean, I we're all Yankees fans. I, I don't like the Astros. I, I, I can't say I love them. I can't say I hate them because uh, I do like their head coach right now. Uh, I believe he got his first World Series win last year. That's what I. That's what I enjoyed. Yeah. Um, but Dusty I mean, Baker. Yeah, yeah, Dusty Baker. Legendary. I love him, Legend. man. But I mean, I, I like the energy from the Astros. I can't lie. Um, even as a Yankees fan, uh, you could watch the Astros game and kind of like with the Marlins, you can feel a lot of energy coming from there. Although I don't like Astros fans at all. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I I, like I can appreciate season. the team. I can appreciate what they do. I cannot appreciate the 2017 season, but that's different. Okay, <laughs> that's different. Uh, embarrass my boy CC. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of the West teams. I mean, we've talked a lot about Anna, the AL East, AL West. Uh, apologies. Uh, so maybe we talk a little bit more. I'm yeah, talk much of the NL NL West. That's what I was about. I literally just about to move on to the Arizona Diamondbacks because I knew that was your team. Going into this, so oh, yeah. Arizona Diamondbacks, Corbin Carroll brought up, Amazing. absolutely killing the major leagues. Um, he did a crazy defensive play last year. Zach Gallen, you know their starting pitcher, their ace. Um, you know he's been solid. He's been solid. Uh, kind of underrated pitcher for me personally. Um, I don't think a lot of people think of him because he's on the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks haven't been relevant since Paul Goldschmidt, but. <laughs> It's just, it, that's just the way it is. And once Corbin Carroll, I know he's going to become a star. I have faith because I'm a Corbin Carroll fan. I'm a Corbin Carroll I fan. I like too. Corbin Carroll. Um, and I think he's going to become a g- fantastic outfielder. Um, you know, he's just a great, great, you know, rookie all around right now. And uh, he'll do great things for the Diamondbacks along with uh, Gallon. Yeah, didn't they uh, just beat the Dodgers in a series? Yeah. Like recently? Yeah. I'm uh, pretty sure. And. I mean, you know that the D-backs going to be in a good state when they DFA Madison Bumgarner. They I did. mean, oh my, yeah, they I did mean, already. Yeah. yeah, they did. They they DFA'd Bumgarner. I think that was a great decision. Mad I Bum, don't like Mad Bum, uh, Mad Bum, horrible, is horrible. Once a great pitcher, once a great now, pitcher, now to like washed. A, I mean, I, it's hard to tell if he was really like even a, that good uh, or if he was just like honestly a little lucky with with how the hitters were against him. Because I mean, he, nothing pitching wise has changed with him. He just like. People are seeing his pitches because I mean he's kind of he's more of a liability for you know backs at this point. Good thing the DFA'd him though. I mean he was he's horrible man. Uh, Every I, and I think it, they didn't have an opening day because I mean he uh, I don't know he but, they brought him in. He's supposed to be like their their big guy and yeah. he's been horrible. Mad Bum Mad Bum signed a big contract with the Diamondbacks and he has sucked ever since. He has been horrible ever since. But uh, moving along the. Oh, yeah. And I'll, oh wait, yeah. One question for you guys: mm-hmm. Do you guys think he will ever sign another contract with any other major league no. team? If the Giants would take him back, uh, mm, I, if no. the Giants would take him back, he would go back there. I assume. I yeah. I don't think so because um, the Yankees, maybe, maybe, um, maybe would, in a relief. I wouldn't role? want. It I wouldn't want him relief role. But a relief role. A relief could role be could be. But the thing is, we we need a lefty in the bullpen. That's a great pickup. I actually. will say that the Yankees. They're like the kings of turning starters into bullpen guys. I mean, we've seen what they've done with a lot of these starters. And you know what? And they did it with CC too. We made CC as twenty percent of his career. We made him a closer. I mean, he was, he was pretty good out of the bullpen. You we know, could, we could have done Mad Bum. Another team that has perfected in that department: the Los Angeles Dodgers, oh, also in the NL West. Um, what is their record? Their record is twelve and eleven. Um, 
just you know, above 500. Same, same with the uh, uh, the Diamondbacks right now. That's their their av- uh, record. Um, Never thought I'd see the day. Dodgers, yeah, the Dodgers. They're it's the whole problem with them is their manager. Um, oh my! Don't even get me started. It's just not. It's not great. It's not and, the best. Um, their managers. Obviously not doing the job for them. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, the, the Dodgers lost out on a few great players. Trey Turner's gone. Uh, who else? Uh, they could have had Yodon. They could have had, yeah. Yeah, they could have, but they, they traded him away. I mean, um, Dodgers were looking kind of horrible at the beginning of the season, if I'm being honest. Uh, although... They do have some highlights so far. I mean, Mookie made one of his, I think it was his, yeah, his first start at shortstop. I don't know if it was the last game or the game before, but Mo recently yeah. made his first start at shortstop. He was pretty good at shortstop, actually. Yeah, actually I think they can use Mookie at short, move Trace Thompson over to right, and they can have a fantastic, you know, a, a little bit of a restart. They have Miguel Vargas, another great rookie who came up and is kind of killing the, uh, the major leagues. He is very well known in the minors. For literally taking every pitch and walking almost every single at bat, so he's got a great eye, great vision. I think um, Miguel Vargas is pretty good for that team. Um, so yeah, um, I mean we still have a few uh, left. Uh, I'm gonna go over them very quickly. Um, the Cleveland Guardians, um, a few injuries. Jose Ramirez, Emmanuel Clase, big parts of this team. Tristan McKenzie, big loss for the team. Josh Naylor. Josh Naylor. We don't talk about Josh Naylor. Um, <laughs> rocking the baby. Yeah, I mean it's whatever. <laughs> I mean it's whatever for them. The Giants uh, just beat the Mets literally last night. Um, Michael Conforto is washed. That's they're a high veteran team. Yeah, a lot of vets a, on a that team. A lot of old guys. And there. again, as I mentioned earlier, Madison Bumgarner should be a good pickup for them. Um, if if they were to go back. If, yeah. Really. Um, let's risky see. Move. Well, the Giants? Yeah. yeah. I mean, risky move for them. The Giants, uh, they're, they're all right. They're, right. they're kind of mid right Jock now. John Peterson is coming back big time, though. They did destroy the Dodgers in their opening series against yeah. them, so that was that was fun to see. Giants Dodgers rivalry is a humongous one in California, but I mean, from New York to Cali. Yeah, Giants. I mean, what? How long ago was that when they were topping the NL West? Well, it was like two thousand. Was it twenty one? Early two thousand tens. Yeah. I I I forgot when. I think it was twenty twenty one actually, where they they won their division. Yeah, they had Chris uh, Bryant and, um, uh, and they did it, Brandon they, Belt. They did it, never made it to post the to the World Series anyways. They did, they were a first round exit. <laughs> they weren't great at all. Um, One other division, yeah, uh, got swept. So it, it really did not matter. Two other teams. Well, no, actually, a few. Um, Chicago White Sox. You know, I mean, they're, they're, just okay. mid, just not, mid. Not much to say. Seven and fifteen. Nothing. Uh, the Reds have been exhilarating for me personally. You know, beating a lot of good teams this year. I mean, they're only seven and fifteen, but they could definitely do better. I feel like that Jonathan roster. India? Wait, that, Jonathan India. Um, has he been good? Huh? Has he been? Has he been good? He's been pretty good. Um, Hunter Green has been, you know, pretty good for that team. Um, and I feel like the Reds could definitely do better uh, beating those big market teams. Um, Seattle Mariners are ten and twelve. They're under five hundred, which is tough. 
Um, but I don't see them making the post. I don't. I, I don't see them making them past the wild card. I Julio Rodriguez has has literally done the same thing that I said about Javi Baez earlier. He mm-hmm. kind of just fell. He, he's kind of like JP Crawford. Like he he I mean, kind of got a still big JP Crawford is still on the match. JP Crawford, he's, our, he's a bench. I think a bench player now. Wow. Um, I mean the big big, uh, you know, thing that they picked up was Teoscar Hernandez. He's been fine. He's been doing mid. He's been doing all right. I mean, I guess you know. Um, I mean, they have to go against the Phillies, so they might get a few more wins. Yeah, right now. and uh, I think the last team we are going to go over is the St. Louis Cardinals. Ooh. Um, Paul Goldschmidt. Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado. Um, yeah, they are also under five hundred with nine wins and thirteen losses. Um, kind of sucks to see, man. It does. I mean, I think they can make a little bit of a no. push. They're probably the best team in the NL Central. No Real Muto. No. Uh... Real Muto wasn't on. Okay. It was uh, Real Muto's on the Phillies. Oh, but my, is my, it on Contreras? Is the catcher right now? Contreras, yeah, no Yadi. He's their new yeah, guy. Yadi or Molina, that's, and the, no that's the guy I was thinking of. And no, no yeah, Pujols and Yadi kind of carried them. Last yeah, you're not gonna lie. Um, but I mean, they. they that's the nice. only thing that really made them relevant. I feel. I mean, Pujols was just great all year. Yeah, it, surprisingly, he wanted, he wanted to go for 700, but he was just fantastic all year. Yeah. Um, hit they, those two home I mean, they do have a lot of um, yeah. Sorry, you off. They have a lot of players that kind of unlocked us some stuff. With the classic Newt Bar wasn't too bad in Team Japan. Yeah, Newt Bar was really the big guy that absolutely went off, and he's bringing it to the MLB. That's what I like to see. I've been seeing it with a lot of players. Newt Bar is kind of just the one that stands out. He was a player that really nobody knew. He was on the bench a lot last year. And now he's just a consistent starting player, usually leading off, yeah, nice. which is kind of crazy. Yeah, uh, Admin was pretty good. I mean, he was okay. Correa didn't really make it that far, but he was still pretty good. Goldie and Arenado, Team USA, who could forget. Yeah. They weren't super nuts, as you'd expect, but they were still pretty good. Yeah. Um, and that's going to wrap it up for the first baseball podcast of the 2023 season. Uh, I hope everybody enjoyed, and... Yeah, uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah, see ya. See ya.